This is Manya from Friendshipable, a Project BFF podcast. Along with my co-host Terry, we love talking about friendships, talking with others who think about friendships, and learning about these important relationships in our lives. If you like this content, please support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash projectbff, or subscribe to the podcast via your favorite podcast app. If you have a podcast, consider hosting it on Buzzsprout. We love it. They make it so easy. And we have a link in our show notes for you. Thanks. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, Terry. How are you today? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing great, actually. It's a good day. But it's a good day. For the most part, everything is uh, this. Yes, it's a good day. <laughs> uh oh. No, Listen, no, I no. I think no. something's going on with no. Terry. There's nothing going on. It was just like, you know, hiccups during the day and they're all taken care of. The hiccups are gone. All right. Good. Yes. Good. Goodbye to the hiccups. Goodbye to the hiccups. Well, because I'm glad because now we are here to record episode number 35 uh-huh. of Friendshipable. And the topic is making friends through volunteering because April is National Volunteer Month here in the United States. and we are also um, going to be talking about volunteerism and friendship at our Friendshipable Cafe mm-hmm. on April 20th. Mm-hmm. So you will find a link to that in the show notes, and we'd love to have you join the conversation. But for now, Terry, what, what, volunteering what? with friends, what are we talking about? Oh my gosh. This is when I knew, well, when I saw it was volunteer month, spending a month kind of you know, focusing on volunteerism was, yes, this is very exciting. I, I wrote, wrote down in my notes, volunteer is me. It's kind of like, whatever is us. Volunteer is us. We're yes. both addicted. That's an addiction. I'm an, it is. It's an addiction to volunteering. Sometimes I see something come up that looks interesting and I have to go wait what's going, what else is going on that week or that day? And it's like, can I squeeze it in? Can I really travel to there to do that? And it's like, that's how addictive it is. I'm glad I found that word because that describes it. Um, But, you know, relative to friendships, we've also found that that's, you know, it's a good pathway to um, making friends and making friends who already have you have something in common given your um, dedication to giving of your time and maybe the particular organizations that you're, you're, you're meeting one another at. Yes. Yeah. That's, you know, when you're thinking, when you're looking at it through a friendship lens, Mm -hmm. that's one of the great benefits of volunteering, which is that you are, have a shared interest because presumably you are volunteering for something that is of interest to you. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not just going to randomly give of your time to something that, that you don't enjoy. Right. Um, and so it's a shared interest and it gives you something to talk about with the other person. Mm-hmm. If there's nothing else to talk about, or if you're someone who finds it difficult to think of topics to bring up, to talk with people, mm-hmm. You can just talk about the thing that you're doing in that moment or, you know, how, what interests them in the topic or the organization. So it's, um, and, you know, thirdly, looking at friendship 
through the lens of volunteering. It's also a way to spend time and strengthen existing friendships if mm-hmm. you volunteer for activities together. And often groups of friends will do that. Mm-hmm. Um, like some workplaces have, you know, group events where you, you have volunteer days and you'll go right. together. You're able to like, it's during the work week, going out right. during the work week and yep. Right. So that's one opportunity. Mm-hmm. Sometimes friends are, are, involved in the same organization or the same cause. And so we'll just choose to volunteer together. Um, you know, I think of things, uh, I'm not entirely sure this counts, how this counts as volunteering, but if you think of the um, fundraising walks, those are uh-huh. people oh, yeah. vol- volunteering yeah. their time to raise money for these organizations. People often do those mm-hmm. in groups and you'll see them, they're, they're wearing their t-shirts that say, you know, we're walking in honor of, mom we're walking in honor of of so-and-so and that's a wonderful way for friends to share an experience mm-hmm. while giving back to the community mm-hmm. i forgot that's always the t-shirts you always get a free shirt <laughs> that, yes. that's always a plus too um one so one of the things i i've experienced through volunteering is both the social and the friendship aspect of it Mm-hmm. But also it's been, um, the social aspect has been a thought process towards um, finding a deeper meaning in some of the, the volunteering. So that's a long way of saying my, my example is joining re- last spring, was it last spring already? I think it was last spring. I joined a couple of friends who, um, one friend of mine just keeps this several volunteer match um, websites Mm-hmm. that you put in your location, your criteria, what you're interested in. And I was asked if I wanted to join the two of them at this event. And I did. And it was like 45 minutes from home. So I did it. And our plan was to then go someplace nice for lunch afterwards. So I found myself, I'm doing the volunteering because I wanted to spend time with these friends. And I was volunteering for a very, very worthwhile organization. There's hardly one that isn't worthwhile. But it occurred to me that if I was willing to commit my vol- that, that day to, to that event for a good cause, why don't I do something I have, as we all do, have friends or family members who do have medical challenges for different in different things. And it, it prompted me to let me t- channel that and my willingness to leap into volunteering mm-hmm. and find the organization that supports what my family member has in their lives and then pull my friends into that. So this is still a work in progress, but just the thought there's so many organizations in need that I'm happy to help, but let me see if I can, if I can do one that's close to my family's um, experience in their heart. So that's, that's another way to tie the two, the friendship into meaningful volunteerism too. That's a great idea. And I've never really thought about it that way. Mm-hmm. I also kind of volunteer because a friend is interested or because it fits with my schedule or because there are many fabulous um, causes. Hundreds. Just hundreds <laughs> from, you know, from healthcare to the arts to community you know, organizations. So there's so many different ways we can give our time, um, but we have a limited amount of time. And so I love the idea of thinking of something, some of those organizations that we would have a personal connection to. Yes. 
Yeah. And um, especially if we're talking about um, a health related, you know, yes. we may be volunteering that could could actually make a change in one of our loved ones' yeah. lives at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, that's a great so, idea. Yep. Yep. And then sharing that, I, you know, that 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 with the friends who have volunteered with. So you kind of bring a whole group with you. So, yes. yeah. 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 And I love that. I love being part of, like you said, when someone says, Hey, I have this opportunity, I'm volunteering. Do you want to come with like that? Just is for me is automatically appealing of a way to give back to something that matters to them Mm -hmm. and an opportunity Mm -hmm. to spend time together, as well as to meet new people Mm -hmm. who who are there. Um, And, you know, you and I are volunteer nerds. We (laughs) volunteer for things. (laughs) I mean, I've just added a whole bunch of new kind of community related things to my list of Uh activities. Um, But also we know that not everybody has time to volunteer on it or, or certainly not on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Um, People's lives are very busy and um, sometimes there just isn't that space and that's fine because, Mm -hmm. you know, you listener don't have to do it all. Terry and I, we don't have to do it all. We just do things that fit with our lives. And volunteering has looked very different over the past couple of years. Absolutely. Um, the kinds of, you know, the kinds of organizations that need help have changed a little bit, much more um, food service and social services and, and helping people with housing and some really basic needs. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe some of the other volunteer organizations have either kind of stepped back or haven't just been able to gather as many volunteers um, or now things are online only. Um, so I know I volunteer. Um, I have one volunteer opportunity where we knit hats um, mm-hmm. for people who need to keep warm in the wintertime. And that went online. Now that's something that's easy enough to do online. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not every volunteer opportunity is really smoothly transitioned to online. So some of them had to mm-hmm. uh, take a back seat once everything locked down for the pandemic. But as things are reopening, I'm seeing more in-person activities. I'm seeing more outdoor activities and um so for people who've kind of been on hold and looking for volunteer, mm-hmm. I think some mm-hmm. of those things are starting to open up again. Yeah. Um, and also it's, it's something to be mindful of that, you know, if, because people who are raising families, people who are running household, people who are supporting other family members, you're right. Time is a factor in taking a weekend day or even a weekday day um, just is not something that's doable, but volunteering also, it doesn't have to be a grand event. It could be a small, you know, volunteerism and charitable works. They kind of go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, I, during the pandemic, the local food pantry was doing an outreach because they were one of the many thousands of organizations that weren't getting the um, the level of activity and donations that they made. And it was, it was a short walk from home. Um, and I didn't know it. I don't know anybody there, but I brought something to donate and I gave them, I was able to give them a a monetary donation at the same time. So Mm -hmm. that's volunteering. That is volunteering 
not because you went someplace for a day, but it's just being part of your community and, and doing that outreach. So where the friendship aspect is concerned, I didn't meet anybody from there, but it was, it was a way of connecting with that organization and having another individual look at me in awe of, wow, thank you. Right. And that's important what you say, you know, volunteer activities can be as little or as much. Yeah as you want to give. Even before the pandemic, there were organizations that just needed somebody, for example, to help with the newsletter. And so it was just online, you never needed to come in. Um, I am involved in an organization, I have just made a three-year commitment to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, uh, and that's fine, that's what I wanted to do. And, mm-hmm. and But that's not something everybody is interested in doing or willing to do or able to do. So you can do the one-off kinds of things um, and you can do online things. And, you know, Terry, we talked earlier about the corporate volunteer days. A lot Mm -hmm. of big organizations will have a day or two a year where it's the work day and you're letting people Mm -hmm. um, go to a volunteer activity. That's actually one way that at least some people that I know have been able to volunteer when they don't really have time in their lives, but it just replaces a work day. So it doesn't, it doesn't affect their personal time. It doesn't Mm -hmm. take time away from all the other things they do outside of work. So I've always thought that those corporate volunteer days were amazing for so many reasons, but I think they enable more people to volunteer who might not otherwise get that opportunity. That's a great perspective on that. You're right. Because people, again, who are just managing a load as much at home as they are in the workplace, um, it really does. And gives them that sense of community in, you know, in their, yeah, in their community. That's a good um, context for that. Definitely. And sense of community, I think that's a really big piece of volunteerism Mm -hmm. and a really big connection when we're talking about friendships and volunteering, Mm -hmm. because you are together with like-minded people. Mm -hmm. And if what you were, and you are on a mission, whether it's in an arts nonprofit that you're working for or you're working for a food bank or some other organization you are focused together for a purpose mm-hmm. and I think that those are very strong feelings I think and mm-hmm. those can build some strong connections mm-hmm. um, so I volunteer for the Boston Public Library I give the um, art and architecture tours mm-hmm. which I love doing and we and they are on hold because of the pandemic still huh and they still are and that's been a big hole in my life but what's so interesting as a as a volunteer opportunity and a meeting people opportunity is that we as guides do the tours individually alone Mm -hmm. so we're not hanging out with other guides while we're doing the thing that we're there to do right And they have pulled together, um, starting several years ago, pulled together like monthly um, learning opportunities. And we would have a holiday party and we would all get together 
the next month to learn something about the library. And we would have trainers come in. And it was those opportunities, the chance to go to those trainings where then we were all together in the same room. And so that's a funny kind of opportunity because I have met friends through that, but it is a little harder because the activity is individual. Right, right. You know, we're not all together, you know, digging the hole next to each other out in the sunshine. Right, right. I'm laughing because I'm picturing two of the, the volunteer guide war stories that you probably tell. Yes. It's like, did you get the guy who did this, who asked this or something? Oh, that would be good. Um, and, you know, I, I realized something the other day too, when I, I did some things with, with friends that I had made through volunteering and that is, you know, so again, we're talking about time commitments and what each of us individually can do. And there are very short time frame things that make an impact. And there are longer time things that, you know, long time things that make an impact. Um, if, if you have the opportunity to spend some time and you find the organization and the people that you want to give your time to, continue with that, make it a consistent uh, in terms of making friends. Um, my example is I, when I moved to the New England area, I, I've always been interested in the ocean and marine mammals and things like that. So I volunteered at the New England Aquarium and um, I, but I went constantly, I had a ship mm -hmm. to go to every week. I had this, so I saw the same staff all the time. Yes. And, and this is over the course of several years and we're still friends today. We don't see each other all the time, but those friendships and the, the, the war stories that we bore everybody's spouses and families with now. <laughs> but so that's, that's something too. It's like, if the organ, if, if you have the time and you want to make the commitment, if the, the people don't feel right or the organization doesn't feel right, that's okay. But in order to create those common experiences over a longer term, it means, all right, then my Saturdays or every other week or something, I'm mm -hmm. going to give this time to this organization. So it's more of really knowing that that's where you want to spend, to give your time and spend your time and be with those people. Yes. And when it comes to making friends, that consistency is one of the things that helps build friendships. Right. Because as we know, and we talk about often, it's the number of hours you spend with somebody mm -hmm. in on just the basic level, you have to spend time with someone in order to become their friend. Mm -hmm. So a volunteer activity, if you go once a month, every Saturday or, or any kind of regular basis, like you say, Terry, you start to see some of the same volunteers, some of the same staff members. Yep. And you are just slowly building those connections. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to just jump back to something you just said, which mm -hmm. is trying different opportunities. I volunteered for an organization that I was really excited. I really wanted to learn about them. I wanted to be part of them. I wanted to do what they did. It felt really important to me. And so I volunteered for an opportunity. I thought, great, I will that's kind of a low bar. I'll get to see who they are, what it's like. And the experience was not good. Yeah. I've it was just it. awful. Yeah. Now, nobody was particularly, you know, cruel. Right. It just was not my people. Uh huh. And, you know, I, um, I can be kind of quiet and I'm introverted and I sometimes, 
don't want to be, um, you know, making the effort to, to talk with people and be friends with people. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to be honest, but if I'm going to a volunteer opportunity, I kind of put on my volunteer hat and that means I am going to make that effort Mm -hmm. and I am going to be talking to people and I am going to be, you know, sort of throwing myself in to do what they need to do. And none of that, they just, people just wouldn't even talk to me Mm -hmm. and they wouldn't even give me any work to do. And it was very disappointing. And I never got a thank you in person or even with a follow-up email that said, thanks for everybody who showed up. So I learned, okay, not my people. Yeah. Um, But it was very disappointing because it had, like I said, it was in an organization I kind of admired and thought was going to be a good fit for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I appreciate that because I, I've blocked out literally, I don't remember what the organization was, but I remember arriving, I drove there, I arriving, maybe they started their orientation or whatever it was. And I just, re- the only thing I remember is no, 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 no. <laughs> I got in the car and I came home. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and so I, but just the way you, you said it, it's like, not everything is the fit for everybody or the people, or unfortunately it might say that the organization wasn't, or wasn't organized enough to, to bring volunteers in and to make them feel like your time, we value your time kind of thing. But, um, but yeah, it's not, it's not one size, most sizes fit all, but it's not, yeah, there is something. But you did say something important, which is managing volunteers is a job. It's a skill. Yes. And yes. not all it's organizations yeah. really have that or or they want to or they're still learning how to do that. But yeah. But if an organization that takes volunteers, they're not all the same level of sophistication with managing the volunteers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's an organization that you really like and you do feel connected to them, then it might be a case of kind of riding through some of those bumps. Right. Um, I think in both of our instances, we realized, "Mm, no, it's not quite worth riding through the bumps for these. And I'm sure that somebody stepped in who was able to help them and and found that like, yep, this is where I want to be. So um so in the the minute or two we have left, it's 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 I think this has been great because we kind of, um, from the volunteer aspect of it, you know, there's the the ups and the downs and the fits and the non-fits. And from the friendship perspective, it's also, um, it's it's what each of us puts into it. And, and it has to do, yeah. So it's just the, the outreach, making the outreach, whether it's just handing the check to the, the guy at the, the food pantry truck, or it's giving, you know, a seven hour shift, um, to some organization. Right. Um, I, you know, like we said earlier, we are volunteer nerds. So, um, I love this conversation and if you liked this conversation, we are going to be continuing this at the friendshipable cafe on April 20th at 7 PM us Eastern time. And Mm -hmm. The link to sign up will be in the show notes and we would love to see you there and hear your stories and thank you for listening. And we look forward to at least seeing you in our next episode. Thanks everyone. Bye-bye.